Look down. Look down. Don't look them in the eye. Look down. Look down. You're here until you die. My favorite scene from Les Miserables was the opener, a good giveaway to my ADHD, as I have little memory of the rest of the musical. Something about that scene stays with me, and I tend to think it's due to the acceptance of bondage. The grunting, the tugging, and cries emitted by the men as they pull the boat into the harbor, perfectly encapsulates my view of religion about a year ago. It blinded the mind, it suppressed people, but more importantly, it stole people's identity and added to its collection a long lineage of human lives, all lived and died for a cause untrue. The genesis of this frame of mind came from an increasing skepticism of faith, a framework which developed because of the agreement that modern Christian fundamentalism had made with science. It's with spite that I say, this is a fight where both Christian fundamentalist and atheists desire to begin with the same premise. One would be hard-pressed to find a closer union, or partnership, than that exhibited between Richard Dawkins and Ken Ham, the two leading, but diametrically opposed thinkers, who argue for and agree that modern science and Christianity are completely incompatible. To this measure I was convinced, having been brought up in the fundamentalist tradition, the moment my assurance of creation science faltered, the integrity of the Christian message itself became suspect. My frustration grew over this understanding, as I began realizing and learning the arguments for the age of the universe and biological evolution, I was no longer convinced that such ideas were mere man-made hyperbole designed to question the existence of God, but rather, carefully crafted and well-tested hypotheses which stood the test of time up until our present day. It was, if you will, a scientific epiphany, where the laws of logic and the scientific method were proving their integrity. Concurrently, the integrity that once embodied the message I had been raised with now carried a fallacious story. The measuring rod for science was the scientific method, making it relatively simple to evaluate. Religion was significantly less simple, particularly Christianity, as I couldn't find a measuring rod to even know what it was. When I became frustrated with fundamentalism, I quickly realized that it wasn't the only camp in Christianity, there were numerous variations, making a trial of Christianity all the more complicated. However, it is here where I made an error, believing that Christianity must embrace an unscientific worldview. As ridiculous as this sounds, I went further and claimed that because Christianity was merely capable of maintaining these positions toward science, that this alone disqualified it as a worldview to be taken seriously. Even after softening my position, I developed a strong distaste for anti-intellectualism, and I saw churches as homes for this practice. It wasn't until I realized that the complete divide between science and religion was partially psychological, and not entirely a bastion of stupidity, that I started abandoning this pattern of thought. This led me to the realization of what type of divide there was between religion and science. After reading some material on the subject, I began realizing that our neuroanatomy was responsible for much of our religious faculties and concentrated on the right side of the brain, whereas the logic and mathematical components existed on the left. Being that religion is a conservative position, slow in adapting to change, and science a more liberal position, operating and adapting to its experimentation, the divide between religion and science may be due to the general neurological wiring of the groups. Religion values tradition whereas science thrives on proving tradition wrong. It's another reminder of the classic right and left debate, defending the existing hierarchy or tearing it down. Recognizing that our minds were equipped for metaphysical purposes in the same way they were for logical reasoning and mathematics, made me pause. If part of the issue was psychology, merely throwing away religion was foolish. No sensible individual would abandon our logical reasoning capabilities or our embrace of mathematics on the basis that these developments occur in a certain part of the brain. 
Secondly, it was my experience that the claims against religion were made predominantly by people possessing logical and mathematical brains, whereas the people defending it relied on philosophy and metaphysics. This demanded that at a minimum, I recognized that part of the controversy was adjacent to our political environment. If I was partaking in a right versus left issue, perhaps the via media was the proper path. Those on the far right were overtly stubborn and unwilling to acknowledge the progress and discoveries that the scientific method had brought us, but the far left was no better, as its materialistic notions and moralistic arguments were unnuanced and uninteresting. What was more plausible, that science and religion were in essence incompatible, or that both extremes were governing the conversation, and as seen in the modern political discourse today, mandating that all on the respective left or right see the other as absurd and ill-suited for engagement? The situation was apparent, and I realized my faith crisis was resulting from an increasing hostility towards extremism. Discovering such can leave an individual confused and lost, because while they no longer hold to extremism, it's easy for them to chastise the entire side of axis they've previously protected. Perhaps this was my greatest blunder, as my anger towards religion was unfair and unpolished. It was unfair due to the sweeping generalizations I channeled towards its direction, and it was unpolished because I didn't distinguish the essential roots for my doubt. Doubt is even an introspective description, because doubt wasn't a properly arrived at emotion. Doubt had no warrant outside the parameters of young earth creationism, yet it extended towards every aspect of Christianity. Why is this? I would routinely ask myself, why do I express this distrust towards Christianity? Does this question have profundity, or is it trite and blatantly obvious? I assume the latter, it's a psychological shortcut we use, doubting the entirety of a theory the moment an important part has been debunked. It then occurred to me that my frustrations towards Christianity may have been justified, but I couldn't objectively go the distance, only so far as the version of Christianity I had been taught extended into the underlying doctrine of the faith. If fundamentalism got science wrong, I needed to figure out what the rest of Christianity had to say. It could have been, I thought to myself, that evolution and science delegitimized Christian fundamentalism, and by doing so, it justly caused me to doubt. However, until I could evaluate what the essential doctrinal teachings of Christianity said on these matters, merely writing it off because of what a couple unenlightened preachers or evangelical culture warriors said, was an unfair trial. Once my pursuit to find what Christianity had begun, the idea that science and religion were opposed started to deteriorate. At a minimum the two ideas were as I suspected, controlled by extremists on both ends attempting to rid the other from mainstream discourse. Going forward as I worked towards the center, I found myself in new waters, waiting around with academics like Francis Collins, Anne, T. Wright, William Lane Craig, Jonathan Haidt, Jordan Peterson, and Steven Pinker. The debate over religion and science became two separate enterprises, evolution had little to do with the validity of Christianity, God's existence didn't depend on the age of the universe, summing up and making my acceptance of modern science irrelevant to the claims to Christianity. Of course, this is a rushed summation. My conclusion that these issues could be separated was largely influenced by the topic I'll be addressing in my next part. As I close this discussion on science and move on to my journey to find Christianity, I want to shed light on why the journey had to continue. It was my understanding that everything I was taught as a child was correct or if I'm honest, infallible, and that nothing having to do with politics, science, or religion could have a legitimate, well-articulated, opposing argument. By finding that wasn't the case and realizing that areas of what I was taught could indeed be wrong, I no longer knew what to trust. Even though I arrived at a place where science and religion weren't in controversy, that very discovery went against what I believed. It's that type of awaking and realization which causes doubt and probes the mind to challenge other areas of the worldview. 
It meant going back and rethinking the theology and political persuasions I was accustomed to and asking myself how these convictions were developed and what psychological tools I was using to tell myself that these ideals were certain and true. As I continue, my decision not to leave Christianity is a tale of finding what Christianity is and how it has a voice in the world today.